Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Monday, April 19th, 2021, and this is day 1147 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we thank you so very much for showing us how to love one another unconditionally, loving one another in spite of our differences, in spite of the way we look, in spite of the way we smell or where we live. Help us, Father, to share unconditional love one with another no matter what. I thank you so much, my Lord, for speaking today uh, and comforting the brokenhearted, healing the sick, and blessing those who may be in financial need. I I ask that you just have your way, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's message is, why are we still divided? Yep. Why is that? We know it's the work of the enemy, but why do so many of us fall for that? You know, and and it could be in some of the most least likeliest ways. Um, maybe because you don't have the same educational pedigree that that I have, or I'm just using that as an example. Um, <laughs> um, you know, you may not live in the same type of neighborhood that I live in, or or associate with the same type of people that I do. <laughs> Interesting, isn't it? But it still goes on today, even in churches. Yeah, we're going to be coming out of Acts chapter 10, verses 1 through 35, and then we're going to jump over to 44, verses 44 through 48. And it says, at Caesarea, there was a man named Cornelius, a centurion in what was known as the Italian regiment. And uh, it says, he and his family were devout and God fearing. He gave generously to those in need and prayed to God regularly. One day at about three in the afternoon, he had a vision. He distinctly saw an angel of God who came to him and said, Cornelius. Cornelius stared at him in fear. What is it, Lord? He asked. The angel answered, your prayers and gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering before God. How powerful is that? God sent an angel to let him know. And listen, Cornelius was a non-Jew. He was a Gentile. He was a soldier in the Roman army. He was a Roman officer, I would say. And a centurion was a commander over a hundred soldiers. So he was quite the opposite (laughs) of who uh, some thought would be favored by God. And now verse nine says, now send men to Joppa to bring back a man named Simon, who is called Peter. He is staying with Simon, the tanner, whose house is by the sea. When the angel um, who spoke to him had gone, Cornelius called two of his servants and a devout soldier who was one of his attendants. He told them everything that had happened and sent them to Joppa. So he didn't waste any time. He was obedient and did exactly as the angel of God had instructed him to do. About noon the following day, as they were on their journey and approaching the city, Peter went up on the roof to pray. 
he became hungry and wanted something to eat. And while the meal was being prepared, he fell into a trance. He saw heaven open and something like a large sheet being let down to earth by its four corners. It contained all kinds of four-footed animals as well as reptiles and birds. Then a voice told him, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. Surely not, Lord, Peter replied. I have never eaten anything impure or unclean. The voice spoke to him a second time. Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. This happened three times and immediately the sheet was taken back to heaven. While Peter was wondering about the meaning of the vision, the men sent by Cornelius found out where Simon's house was and stopped at the gate. They called out asking if Simon, who was known as Peter, was staying there. While Peter was still thinking about the vision, the spirit said to him, Simon, three men are looking for you. Go get up and go downstairs. Do not hesitate to go with them for I have sent them. So the Holy Spirit is making the connections, right? (laughs) Isn't that awesome how God will do it? That's why he sent the Holy Spirit. He loves us that much to lead and guide us and, and show us the way. Peter went down and said to the men, I'm the one you're looking for. Why have you come? The men replied, we have come from Cornelius, the centurion. He is a righteous and God-fearing man who is respected by all Jewish people. Now, they didn't say he is a wealthy and uh, prominent man who has so many servants and lives in a plush house. No, no, no. He said, he told him he was a centurion, which let Peter know he was a Roman um, a Roman uh, soldier or guard or um, leader, and uh, also that he was God-fearing. So a holy angel told him to ask you to come to his house so that he could hear what you have to say. Then Peter invited the men into the house to be his guest. The next day, Peter started out with them, and some of the believers from Joppa went along. The following day, he arrived in Caesarea. Cornelius was expecting them and had called together his relatives and close friends. As Peter entered the house, Cornelius met him and fell at his feet in reverence. But Peter made him get up, stand up. He said, I am only a man myself. A few things stand out here. First of all, uh, Cornelius was uh, waiting with high expectations to the point of where he even invited his family and friends. You know, when we have Jesus, oh, glory to God, we want to share him with everybody, right? And uh, Peter also was not afraid to go to Cornelius's house because, see, typically uh, Jews and non-Jews did not interact Now, we'll see later what Peter says about that. But Peter was also humble. He's like, get up. No, 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 no. I'm just a man just like you. So verse 27, while talking with him, Peter went inside and found a large gathering of people. He said to them, you are well aware that it is against our law for a Jew to associate with or visit a Gentile. Oh, my goodness. Right? But that law has been turned upside down by God. But God has shown me that I should not call anyone impure or unclean. So when I was sent for 
I came without raising any objection. Mm -hmm. May I ask why you sent for me? Cornelius answered, three days ago, I was in my house praying at this hour at three in the afternoon. Suddenly a man in shining clothes stood before me and said, Cornelius, God has heard your prayer and remembered your gifts to the poor. Send to Joppa for Simon, who is called Peter. He is a guest in the home of Simon the Tanner, who lives by the sea. So I sent for you immediately. And it was good of you to come. Now we are all here in the presence of God to listen to everything that the Lord has commanded you to tell us. Then Peter began to speak. I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism, glory to God, but accepts accepts from every nation the one who fears him and does what is right. Glory be to God. Now, let's look at, let me go down uh, to verse 38. And he says, you know the message God sent to the people of Israel, announcing the good news of peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. You know what has happened throughout the province of Judea, beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John preached. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power and how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. And he says, we are witnesses of everything he did in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. And he goes on to tell how Jesus was hung on that cross. He was killed and hung on the cross and rose up victorious over death, hell and the grave for all of us. And then verse 44 says, while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message. The the circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on Gentiles. For they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. Then Peter said, surely no one can stand in the way of their being baptized with water. So that's an open confession saying that they are saved. They're on fire for the Lord, bearing the old coming up new by going under that water. And being the, the statement may, being stated here, the circumcised believers, it used to be those who were circumcised under Abraham's uh, or Jewish uh Abraham being their father uh, and the circumcision that Jews uh, would do as a part of their covenant with God. And then they, the the non-Jews were called uncircumcised. So they have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. So he ordered that they be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked Peter to stay with them for a few days. Powerful. This is how we should be as well. I know you are, but I'm just saying in general, we have got to set the example and no longer have the spirit of division in our neighborhoods, in our communities, in our world, in our nation. We can make a difference one person at a time. 
Point number one, your prayers have been answered. So why are we still in division mode when God has made it very clear that no one is impure or unclean? As we can see with Cornelius and his family, they too came to know the Lord, even though they were Gentiles, non-Jews. You know, they were baptized in the Holy Spirit and then baptized in water. Hey, we too need to be like Cornelius. He was actively seeking God. He revered God. He was generous in meeting other people's needs. And he prayed. And they, his prayers went up as a memorial to God. Ooh, God reaches those who want to know him. He is no respecter of persons. We're all made in his image. So why do so many of us make a difference based upon race, gender, class, etc.? We should be like our daddy God, who does not play favorites, and he does not hide from those who want to find him. God sent his only son, Jesus Christ, because he loves the whole world. That includes you and me and everyone else. Point number two, it's time to get out of our silos and work together, building the kingdom of God and serving and edifying one another, sharing what we have with those who don't have. We need to stop judging one another based upon where they live or or what they have. We should love unconditionally. And that is agape love. That's God's love. And that would be, I love you just because. And I've shared many stories with you over the time that we've had the opportunity of serving others and, and how God has blessed us abundantly above all that I could ever think or imagine just being in the presence of other people and learning from them and sharing with them and them sharing with us. Um, I'll always remember how God sent us out when we first started our Wednesday night Bible studies uh, at our church on 21st and Prospect that's known for not being a good area that most people um, (laughs) that are trying to move up in the world, would not want to live. That's the old way of thinking. God is saying, shift that thought. This is for everybody. And so God had us walk the block and and invite people out for uh, dinner on Wednesday nights. We didn't use a religious saying to say, come to Bible study. (laughs) Although we know we're going to share the word of God with them. But hey, let's meet them where they are. Come on out and have dinner with us. Get to Let's get to know each other. And we're going to share the word of God as well. And in that journey, we met some of the most beautiful people. People sitting outside on their steps. Uh, some were smoking weed. Some had their beer cans. And, and as they saw us coming, they pushed them to the side after we started talking to them. We said, no, no, no. You be who you are. You're okay. We just want you to come out. We want to we want to get to know you. We want to share the love of Christ with you and and then the last person we met as we were going down this on this journey, you know, in our own neighborhoods. We need to get out of the church. <laughs> Walk the blocks. Learn who our neighbors are. Let them see us. Let them know that we're here to serve you, right? Uh we need to become be doing more and more of that, especially with the weather warming up uh, and we wear our masks. We've been locked in for too long. It is time. And and to still do it in the right way, you know, following protocol, but 
still getting out. So the last one we met was a gentleman in a broke down car, him and another guy. This, and the truck was just kind of, you know, nothing. It was really old, I'll say. It was a very old truck. Uh, and he's sitting in this truck and they're drinking and talking. And, and the Lord said, go over to the truck and hand them a flyer. And I gave him a flyer. And he said, who are you? And I told him, and our church was right across the street from him. And he said, what are you, what is this about? Tell me more about it. You know, and he, he didn't come across friendly, but you know, none of those things bother me. And it shouldn't bother you either because that is just a facade. <laughs> the enemy is trying to get us to turn away and we can't fall for that. So he's like, okay, I might come. And who would show up but the gentleman in the truck? <laughs> and he showed up week after week after week. And as I shared, I think I shared this on a on a Wednesday night at church uh, recently. Um, he uh, was so faithful. He would help us clean up. He would take out the trash. And it was my sister and I at the time. And I remember... Um, my parents, this is when my dad was still living, my stepdad, uh, who started the church, and my mom, uh, they left early. They would leave after Bible study, and we would hang out with the people. And they entrusted, uh, the gentleman's name, by the way, was Johnny. They entrusted us with Johnny, uh, having that, that man figure there, the, you know, just as a support. Um, and, you know, it just balanced out. And, he would be there to help us lock up to the end. This was before my husband started coming on a regular basis. And uh, Johnny came to know Jesus. And Johnny began to invite his friends. And Johnny remained who he was, saved and all. You don't have to change your uh, character. God wants to use that character, you know? <laughs> Remember how Peter was? Oh, Peter was cutting out the ear of a soldier of a soldier and going off on people, cussing and doing all kinds of things <laughs> that didn't necessarily line up with the word of God, but God loved him and God used him uh, abundantly. He said, will you feed my sheep? Do you love me, Peter? And then who would he send to the very people that others did not want to associate with. Uh-huh. So who is God telling you to go and associate with that you normally would not? Begin to intentionally seek out those that you normally don't even give a, a, a inkling of attention to. Begin to do so. I know you already do, but do it even more. God loves us all. And I love you all so, so much. Now, the key would be, number one, if you don't know Jesus, that's the first step. Of course, it's your choice, though. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the goal. That's what happened to Cornelius and his whole family. Oh, man, I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Oh, I forgot to tell y'all. 
Johnny's passed on and transitioned on to be with the Lord. You know, a few years ago, he went on to be with Jesus. Isn't that awesome? All righty. Please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address and receive the four Greek words for love and learn all about God's unconditional love. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.